0: Locked On Podcast Network and Radio.com present Locked On Today.
1: Don't look now. Giannis and the Bucks are rolling. Would Kyle Lowry be the missing piece the Miami Heat need? Plus, have the Raptors thrown in the towel on 2021? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today.
2: Searching all
1: major sports
0: found let's start with the biggest story
1: the Milwaukee Bucks held off a late rally from the Boston Celtics to win 121-119 they've now won eight in a row and 13 of their last 14 and yet not been a major part of the conversation around the Eastern Conference with Joel Embiid and the Sixers and of course what's going on with Brooklyn and the Nets joining me now from locked on Bucks Kane Pittman and Kane, why have the Bucs been overlooked the last two or three weeks?
2: Well, it's basically just the fact that we've seen this before in terms of the Bucs straight up winning games and going on a big run like the one that they're on right now. So I think when you combine that with the fact that there's other two teams, obviously Joel Embiid, as you mentioned, and KD, Kyrie, the Nets have missed some key players as well. So I think that kind of limits the amount of respect, I guess, people want to give the Bucs. But the big thing is, as you know, Peter, the Bucs, this is a different version of this team. They are playing different uh, ways defensively. They're switching a lot more. Their half-court offense is incorporating different looks and guys in different spots. It's not the straight-up five-out offense. So uh, the one point that I would argue is while the Bucs, yes, are on another tear when in the regular season, as we've seen before, it does feel different. It is
1: not a coincidence that they have gone on this winning streak with Holiday back in the lineup. What has he meant to them?
2: Well, Drew Holiday, as we've seen throughout this season, uh, he's kind of one of those guys that's been tucked away in New Orleans and always fell into the underrated category, and sometimes that can get a little bit cliche. But the one thing that we've seen this season in big games he really wants the ball in his hands. He wants to step up. He makes defensive plays. There's been multiple times in close games against uh, fellow contenders, he's come up with a block or he's come up with a steal or he's hit a big step back three down the other end. So I, I just think that this is the biggest addition from a simplified personnel point of view, if you look at the Bucks roster, the reason why you should have a little bit more faith in them is simply adding Drew Holiday for Eric Bledsoe, who you know was, was a favorite in Milwaukee. He was a great guy, tremendous defender, but he did not want the big moments offensively. We saw that time and time again, and that just stands out to me. Drew Holiday is a big-time player. He's a big game player, and more than anything, I think that he is really excited to be in a situation where he's going to get a chance to play in those matchups.
1: Yeah, unfortunately for the Bucks at times, Eric Bledsoe, it wasn't that he was afraid of the moment, it's that yeah. it was that he wasn't and and he wasn't rising to that moment and it was sort of just like Eric, can you just relax for a second and and let Giannis or Middleton take a shot. Um the the last thing here, uh you, you mentioned additions, which is Drew Holiday was the big offseason addition, but they get PJ Tucker in the mid-season trade. What have you seen so far from him because this is obviously an addition that was made with an eye on the postseason. But what have you seen in the last few games since he's been with the team?
2: Well, we got a really good taste of what he could uh, potentially bring in a playoff matchup tonight against the Boston Celtics. On multiple possessions, he would switch on to, on one occasion, Kemba Walker. On the next occasion, Jalen Brown. On the next occasion, it was Jason Tatum. And against all three guys, he had tremendous success into either denying the ball or forcing them into tough shots. The big question mark with PJ Tucker when he came to Milwaukee was, has he still got that Capability Has he still got enough in the tank defensively to be an impact player in the postseason? Small sample size so far, but that's what we've seen, and that is that is huge for the Bucs. If you put Tucker on the perimeter with Giannis, with Drew and Chris Milton, and then a fifth guy, you can mix and match who it may be. Uh, that changes the whole dynamic and just makes them um, terrifying, honestly, as a perimeter defensive team. So the fact that he's showing that he has still got that in the tank is huge for the Bucs.
1: Coming up, could Kyle Lowry be the piece the Heat need to get back to the finals? That's next. Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. Just because the NFL is over doesn't mean there still aren't plenty of ways for you to make some money betting on your sports knowledge. And there's one place that has you covered, one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. And right now, when you sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On, you will get a 50% welcome bonus. That means they will give you money just for putting money in your account. It couldn't be easier. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. There's NBA to bet on, college basketball, baseball is going to be here before you know it, hockey, golf is a blast to gamble on. And when you go to betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Buying car parts can be a major hassle, especially right now when you don't want to go into the store. And even if you do go into the store, you have to deal with someone behind the counter who is gonna have to go look up the parts in their warehouse on their computer. You have a computer, you have a smartphone, you have the internet. You can go to rockauto.com and do it yourself. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They've got a unique and remarkably easy to navigate catalog. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer and best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same part go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you
0: now here's what you need to be locked on today
1: No Harden, no Durant, no Kyrie for the Nets, and no problem for the Jazz. Here's Locked on Jazz host, David Locke.
3: The Utah Jazz beat the Brooklyn Nets 118-88. David Locke with you. This was a highly anticipated matchup of the number one seed in the West against the arguably best team in the East, and then it just didn't happen that way because Kyrie Irving is out for personal reasons. Kevin Durant's injured and James Harden sat out the game as well, as did Blake Griffin and Joe Harris played sparingly. So this was really the Newark Nets, which are a G League team that doesn't exist, playing the Utah Jazz and it looked like it. 118 to 88. From the Jazz standpoint, the one thing of focus for them, Bojan Bogdanovich, who was in a terrible shooting slump, went four of six from three tonight, seemingly getting his stroke back. Jordan Clarkson still continues to struggle. He's one of 15. Jazz were led by Donovan 27 points, ending his streak of three straight games with 30 points or more. Jazz stretch out their lead for the number one seed in the West with Phoenix's loss, so that's probably the biggest story here in Utah. For more on the Jazz, tune in to Lockdown Jazz on the Lockdown Podcast Network.
1: Second round of the women's NCAA tournament, the six-seeded Oregon Ducks upset the three-seeded Georgia Bulldogs 57-50, and Oregon's Sedona Prince reflected on making it to the Sweet 16 and just how hard this year has been.
2: It makes me like, want to cry because I, I watched since the fourth grade when I started playing basketball of people, you know, celebrating these kind of moments. And in March, how amazing it is to see. And this year's a little bit different because of COVID and it's, it's been a struggle all year. No fans, my parents haven't really been able to see me play. Um, they are in the stands today. So playing in my home state and um, in a gym that I played in, in high school, is so amazing and now being able to go to the Sweet 16 and experience even more of this is going to be amazing.
1: An absolute thriller in overtime between Texas A&M and Iowa State. A&M sophomore guard Jordan Nixon goes coast to coast and hits the game winning shot to send the Aggies to the Sweet 16, 84-82 was the final. Referee Tim Peel will not work another game in the NHL after getting caught, saying he wanted to give the Nashville Predators a penalty in their win over the Detroit Red Wings on Tuesday night. With 12.42 remaining in the second period, the Nashville broadcast captured audio from Peel discussing a tripping penalty he called earlier against the Preds, saying, it wasn't much, but I wanted to get an effing penalty against Nashville early. NHL senior executive vice president of hockey operations, Colin Campbell, made the announcement Wednesday morning saying that Peel would no longer be working NHL games now or in the future.
0: Here is another story you need to know.
1: The Miami Heat have been connected to two of the biggest names reportedly available on the NBA trade market. Joining me now from Locked on Heat, David Ramil and David, Kyle Lowry is apparently going to be traded by Toronto, or at least they're working to do that. Victor Oladipo also on the block, but Miami is also known to be a secret player in players that we don't even know are available. That's just how Pat Riley rolls. What is your expectation here over the next few hours? And could one of these guys really make a difference on this heat team trying to get back to the finals?
4: Well, it's hard to gauge what Oladipo brings, right? Because he's had such a difficult season, marred by injury, traded to Houston. So I don't know if that fit is necessarily as seamless as the Lowry one would be. I think bringing in a guy like Lowry shores up your shooting and your perimeter defense, uh, especially from the guard play that's been so porous for Miami. So I think Lowry's addition certainly puts Miami, if not necessarily into contention status, at least improved playoff run chances. So I'm not sure whether or not Miami's going to be able to pull off a move. I, they are almost always linked to a number of players. If you believe Heat Twitter, they're going to retool their roster and have about to, about 30 players uh, on Thursday afternoon <laughs> on their roster. That's not realistic. They've been linked to LaMarcus Aldridge, JJ Redick, if they're bought out. All these different names that keep b- being brought up in the conversation. Right now, I, I'm leaning towards Lowry as a likelihood. And if not Lowry, then they are probably just stand pat and wait to add somebody via the buyout.
1: How do you see the fit with Lowry there? Because one of the the key drivers of their run last year was getting Goran Dragic more involved in the offense and letting him be that primary guy. Now, Lowry can play
4: off the ball, but w- would you like the fit there? Not with D- R- Dragic, no. I think uh, Dragic probably for the rest of his career is going to have to come off the bench. I, just, I had expectations that he'd be able to take over as a starter Uh, following that incredible playoff run, but it just hasn't translated. He's going to be marred by injury. It's just he's 36. There's no chance he's ever going to get back to the way he was last year. Even if he can have an occasional burst in the playoffs, I just don't think it's sustainable right now. You have to lean into somebody that can help improve your chances of winning right now. So Lowry would probably start. Goran would take over that second unit, and he'd be a spark plug off the bench too. So I think there are options there. If you start, you could have both of them off ball. I think Goran knows how to play off ball a little bit. He did it with Dwayne Wade for many years. So I think there's some comfort level there. And that will be your best system as far as offense is concerned. Defensively, Goran is still not capable of defending at a high level. So that's what Lowry brings. You want a guy who's a veteran, who's committed to winning, who can shoot and can defend at a high level. That's what he does for you. How
1: big an impact could Lowry be on this team? Could he be the missing piece that gets them back into, uh, you know, if not the finals, contention to be in the finals?
4: I mean, I I think it still runs through Jimmy knowing that he's your superstar, a top 10 to 15 player in the league. That's where everything ultimately goes through. But, I mean, you have Bam Adebayo who can be incredible, who can have those incredible nights where he's aggressive and looking to score. And if you get a guy like Lowry as your third best player – then that certainly improves your chances. I think you can defend Kyrie Irving a little bit better. You could have Bam on Kevin Durant if you're going to meet up with the Brooklyn Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then you have a slim chance that maybe Jimmy can hold off James Harden and find a way to push you into the NBA Finals like they did last season. With this team, I can never count them out just because of the run they had last year. I just don't expect them to go on that deeper run, although Kyle Lowry certainly helps their chances.
1: Have the Raptors thrown in the towel on 2021? Our Q of the day is next. We've been telling you about Built Bars. They are the best tasting protein bar on the market. And we've been telling you about them for a while. If you haven't gotten on board, what are you waiting for? Every day, seemingly, I get a note from someone, hey, I just tried these. These things really do deliver. I got a note the other day, hey, thanks for turning me on to the Built Bar. These things are awesome. Well, which is the most awesome? Well, we're doing a bracket to find out what you think in today's matchup mint brownie versus coconut puff oh the coconut puff the coconut puff is unbelievable i cannot say enough about the coconut whatever whatever flavoring they use to get that coconut is unbelievable it's low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber somehow i don't get it 100% chocolate if you want to contribute to the discourse and why wouldn't you go to builtbar.com and let your voice be heard, or Built underscore bar on Twitter? And remember to use the promo code Locked15 to get 15% off your next order. That's Locked15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. The best tasting protein bar ever.
0: Agree or disagree? This is
3: the cue of the day.
1: Whether it is just a roster tweaking, whether it is just feeling out interest, or whether it is a full blow-up in Toronto, we do not yet know. But according to reports, the Raptors are at least hearing offers for Kyle Lowry and Norm Powell. Joining me now from Locked on Raptors, Sean Woodley. And Sean, I think the most basic question here
0: is, why do this now if you're the Raptors? Well, there's a few things, you know, number one, they're bad or the record is bad. I think they're bad because of circumstance and not because of the roster. You know, they've been plagued by COVID. They're playing in Tampa Bay. They went almost four weeks with, you know, three of their most important players being out of the lineup and it might just be a lost season And when you're at a lost season, when there's not much to play for and, you know, climbing up in the playoffs seems like it might be daunting. You look at your guys who are expiring contracts and say, hey should we get rid of these guys and get something back before they walk for nothing? And I think, you know, the Raptors, since they won the championship, have seen four members of that team already walk with nothing coming back and returning and Marcus Gasol, Serge Ibaka, Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green. And I think, you know, I don't think it's, like the Raptors are bereft of young talent or, or sort of prospects going forward, but it certainly would be nice to replenish the cupboard a little bit for these guys. Uh, and so I think that's why you're seeing all of the noise about Larry and Powell right now. You know, Powell has an option. He's probably going to opt out because he's been ridiculous this season. Kyle's obviously going to be a free agent who knows what he wants. Um, so yeah, it's the contract statuses combined with the unfortunate record due to Tampa Bay that have them in this spot.
1: You mentioned the the young pieces and they do, um, you know, Fred Van Vliet just got paid. They have some young players like Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi who have the potential to uh, essentially become um, the next, the next wave of Raptors stars. And if you were going to say, okay, what, who would you put around them to make them championship level teams? You'd put around veterans like Kyle Lowry and Norm Powell. So (laughs) Does this does this signal something greater about the plan in Toronto to you?
0: I don't think so, because I don't think it's necessarily a guarantee that Lowry or Powell get traded. I really only think that they're going to get dealt if they're blown away with an offer, because you could very easily say that this Raptors team, next season, assuming they get to play back in Toronto, they could bring back the whole crew, add a first-round pick, which might be a very good first-round pick, mind you, uh, to you know the existing core. They have Malachi Flynn, who's a rookie, who I figure will be a rotation guy next year. You could look at the te- team, and if they run it all back, they could win 50 games like they have for the last five or six years. You know, With Lowry, it's so different, and, and it's just... It's such a a unique circumstance. He's the greatest player in franchise history. He's beloved. They don't even get a chance if they do trade him to have him play a final game in front of Toronto fans, which is kind of depressing and sad. Mm -hmm. And I think all of that is kind of playing in the decision here. For me, I think the nice part of this deadline is that they are in control. They don't have to be forced to do anything because like I said, they could just run it back entirely, bring everybody back, figure out the Powell contract thing later and trade them and really do what the Raptors have done since they got good, which is stay good, stay relevant until you get a chance to strike and trade for a star and win a title. And they did that. And if they bring everybody back, they'll have lots of big contracts, lots of potentially attractive pieces to move, The next time a star becomes disgruntled, whether it's a Bradley Beal or a Carl Anthony Towns or, you know, whoever it might be in the next three, four years here, they'll be in position to strike. And so that's kind of why I think I'd like to see them go that route. But if the deal gets uh, if the sweepstakes get out of hand, sorry, for Powell, we could see him get dealt. I think that's a far greater likelihood than Lowry.
1: And finally, Sean,
0: tell us about the history made last night. For the Raptors. As trade rumors surrounded the Raptors players on the court on Wednesday night, History was made by the Raptors in the broadcast booth. For the first time, an entirely women-led NBA broadcast featuring women in all five on-air roles was put on by TSN and the Toronto Raptors on Wednesday night against the Denver Nuggets. Featuring Washington Mystics play-by-play voice Megan McPeak, Phoenix Mercury star Kia Nurse, TSN voices Kayla Gray and Kate Burness, and Raptors 905 color commentator, and locked-on women's basketball co-host Amy Audibert on the broadcast. It was outstanding and it's no surprise that it was considering all five women have been killing it in sports media circles for a very long time it's long overdue and the real hope here is that this is the first of many the toronto raptors hired a director of diversity and inclusion john wiggins last year and this seems to be one of his pet projects is making sure the raptors broadcast has different faces different voices worked into the raptors broadcast rotation It'll go down as one to remember as the combination of a big Raptors win and the wonderful broadcast work of the five women on the call led to probably the most enjoyable Raptors watching experience in an otherwise very disappointing season. Now that you've got the news, go make some
1: money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download it, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Friday, what Cinderella's have the chance to keep dancing and what stars find new homes in the NBA? At least until tomorrow. Stay locked on today.